0: here on sedano and lz on 710 espn don't forget santa key's coming to town you can pick from our stocking here at 710 espn we've got all sorts of lakers goodies to give away and speaking of the lakers we've got world champion jared dudley on the line here on sedano and lz what does that feel like jared to hear your name and world champion attached to it
1: it feels it feels right it just feels right, man. I think the it was a blessing. Uh, as a little kid, you just wish for it, and to put the work in that I have throughout my career, even though I might have played a lot on the floor, to be able to earn that right to be on a team, uh, I'm humbled, I'm honored, and I'm glad all the work I put in, man. But it was it was a battle, man. That bubble from China to Kobe's death to the to the bubble and to have that, man, I'm just glad we did it for Laker Nation, man, for real.
2: I'm glad you broke down the timeline of 2020 like that because. I'm curious as to how you think you may remember this year. You know, what sticks out most for you? Because we have been through a lot.
1: What sticks out most to me, I would say, was Kobe's death. I would say for me, just because of uh, being, being on the Lakers during that time and going through that. Uh, I have two daughters myself. And to go through that time, and uh, there's so many people in the Lakers organization from training staff to, to players, to security that was, was, you know, was with Kobe for years and to be able to do that and then for us to basically be like, yo, we, gotta, we have to do this for Kobe. You gotta, we got to win it. Like, we can't go to this bubble and not win this championship. Like, it would just be uh, a lost year. And even though it, it was an up-and-down year to end it on that note, in a sense, uh, was the right thing to do. And, and it made it just – even if it was 2% better, we did that.
0: Jared Dudley joining us here on 710 ESPN. So the bubble part of it, like, you know, you talked about it. You kind of alluded to it briefly there about how challenging it was. We talked to Kuz earlier. He talked about how he was painting and reading and doing all sorts of stuff to spend the uh, downtime with. What were
1: you doing, Jared? Man, we we had a Madden League. We played video games. I haven't played video games on a consistent basis for 10 years. Since I was like 23, 24, like – you know, you, you know, when you get married and you get kids, you you, you got to get some of that stuff up. But in that bubble, man, like LeBron, even to this day, is texting me, come over let's play a video games. It, it was like it was so ingrained in us. We had nothing to do. And so we wanted to do something to keep our mind off basketball. We love basketball. We know that we're playing every day, but it can't just be basketball 24-7. And so for us, we started the Madden League. We had like nine players of our teammates, uh, Deion Waiters, Marquis. Quinn Cook, Anthony Davis. So we had this league that we played on every non-game day. We made a schedule. We had a draft. We, we, we You know, we saw on on, the, on social media we had standings, and we put a little money in the pot, and we had a Super Bowl. And Quinn Cook was the champion. So it, it, it just passed the time. We did stuff to try to pass the time, be competitive, talk trash, and that was one thing that was huge, huge to get us
2: by. You know, Jared, I don't know if you know this or not, but you have – interesting stat. I know you said you didn't play a lot this year, but damn it, you finished a year having missed a single free throw. Did you know that? You shot 100% from the free throw line? What, I, two for two? You were two for two. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know what, those stats, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, what I, even not playing a lot, I know I shot over 40 from three, which, I, which I, is a huge thing for me, be able to shoot the basketball, and when I'm out there, the biggest thing is my plus-minus and defense to offensive rating. I want to be, in a time. I don't care if I play five minutes or 10 minutes, those numbers add up. And you always want to be positive. You don't have to score 10 points a game or hit always three threes. Sometimes it's knowing your system and who to give the ball to and being, you know, communicating on defense the right position. So even if your man doesn't score, you're helping your team out so you can get out there and get a high plus minus. And that's, that's crucial for us. And so um, I'm looking, hopefully, I don't have to play a lot this year because of everyone. Being COVID free and injury, but if not, I'll be ready to go.
0: Jared Dudley hanging out with us here. How did you celebrate during COVID? It had to be weird, no?
1: Yeah, it was weird. Man, we went to Vegas, but there was no one there in Vegas. But you know what? That was a good thing for us. <laughs> but we were still testing every day because we were so programmed of testing the bubble. But it was like, you know, going to a, a pool party and nobody there, just, you know, just bringing the trophy. And just what this is, it, it just embodies our team. It was team chemistry. It didn't matter if there was 10 people there or a 1,000 people there. It was the guys being the guys, you know, having a couple beverages together, bringing the trophy, looking each other in the eyes and and reminiscing about the bubble and talking trash and you know, talking about the year, man, and just being out the bubble, man. That's what we did. I took the trophy to San Diego, uh, another part of Laker Nation, brought it back to mind, to have LeBron, AD and company come to San Diego and have the trophy there. That was special, man. It was just a a dope time, man. It It was a dope time for me and we, we got to do it again because, because you know, we, we, we got gyps. We didn't get a parade. We didn't get to do it at Staples. So let's do it again. And Hopefully this Pfizer vaccine, uh, you know, comes to fruition. You
2: know, one of the reasons why we love talking to you uh, is because you're so transparent and so honest. So I'm going to ask you about something you tweeted because it cracked me up. Woj dropped this bomb about the Houston trade with Westbrook and John Wall. You, quote, tweeted it with just one word, sheesh with a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> what did you mean by that? What
1: I mean is just like, man, like, I know Russ didn't want to get out. I know this trade had been in the works for months. But it's just she's like, you hear that the GM, Tommy Shepard came out, says we're not trading John Wall. We want to see what we have. It's just this leak, anything can happen. James Harden's coming next. It's coming soon, in the next couple months. Like, I, we everyone knows about it. And you just see that, like, this is a player-driven league, man. And when players want out, they will make it difficult for organizations. You know, like, it goes both ways. A team can trade you like that. Danny Green won a championship. He gets traded to Philly. It's part of the business. If a player doesn't want to be there on your team, he doesn't want to be there, and he'll make it difficult for you. And so, for me, the sheesh is like, man, any time, any day, I don't care. They said John Wall and Western Westbrook was tra- constructed for untradeable. Anything can happen in this league.
0: So, Jared, let me ask you this, uh, you know, because I do want to talk more about you guys, but since you brought it yeah. up, uh, I mean, we've seen where guys have targeted where it is they want to go. Do you believe that James has that ability to target where he goes?
1: And do you he believe does. the smoke about Brooklyn then? He, he, he does because no one, wants to, no one wants to unhappy James Harden in your locker room. You don't want that. Because you want the best of them, you want the MVP guy. You don't want a guy who, if you want to, what, you're going to trade him to Boston. He don't want to be there. Like no, that, that's not going to happen. So yeah, he's got power. Now you might have to, you know, you know, give you a couple teams. I think he, I think he ends up in Philly. Me personally, I think that they want a young talent. I think that he signs off on that, and they can give up Ben Simmons. You know, so that's my that's my prediction. I, I'm not always right, but that's my that's my educated guess. Where, but Brooklyn don't got enough. Brooklyn they have great players. I played with them, Karis LaVert all-star type caliber player, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. But they want a superstar, and, you know, and you see the ransom of these players get do hard. They get two first-round picks, AD, three first-round picks, Brandon Ingram. Like, to get these superstar players, you've got to give up stuff. And so uh, I got them going to Philly here.
0: Jared Dudley joining us here, world champion Los Angeles Laker, kind enough to continue to hang out with us here on 710 ESPN.
2: You have the first game of the season against the Clippers. What do you got about that and about them and everything they've been through? I think it's perfect. They get
1: to see the they get the they get the front front row for the ring ceremony. I think it's perfect, right? In a way, you know. It was the battle of LA, supposed to be last year. I think for us it's uh, it's an honor to be able to get it. I wish fans would be a part of it, but it's, it'll always be a robbery, it's cause you're in the same city, you know how it is? It's like Cubs in, you know, Cubs and uh, White Sox. Um, and so for us is we know they're formidable. We know they still have Kawhi, Paul George, and they got a hell of a coach in T Lou. Uh, but the road goes through the Lakers, and, you know, for us, it's ch- trying to defend it, and we, and everyone's at 0-0. Zero, zero. No one's ahead of anybody. And so for us, is we gotta, you know, we got to do the same preparation we did last year if we want the same goals.
2: Quick follow for you. Um, you also was coached by Doc River. George said some things about Doc River's inability to adjust. What are your thoughts on how Doc coaches and whether or not you felt he was the main reason why they fell short?
1: I think that even if it was true, what he's saying, no one cares. No one wants to hear it. Did you get the job done or not? I'm not here to criticize Doc. I've done that in the past. Doc is a hell of a coach. He's a champion. Is he flawed? Yes, we're all flawed. Did sometimes something happened Did he not practice a lot? No, he doesn't practice a lot. That's his style. His whole thing is keeping the bodies fresh. They didn't lose because of that. They are up double digits both times. That's a place. Yes, coaches have to make adjustments at times, but no one, when you up double digit three, three, three straight games in the second half, they don't want to hear about it. No one wants to hear about that, you know, even if it's true. So my thing is this is a, this is a results business. Did you, get the, did you get the job done? They didn't. We did. And so you know, now it's a new year, and now we'll see who gets it done this year. And so um, it's good for storyline, but I'm always someone, I like to say it to you when it, when it happens. So if i if I got a problem with coaching staff, a lot of times the conflicts I've had, I've dealt with it then. Me and Doc had a conflict I dealt with on the Clippers. Um, if I don't like a situation, so it's easy when someone else is gone, but that's just the nature of the business we're in. So, Jared,
0: let me ask you this, and you always keep it 100 with us, which is why we love having you on. How did you guys react when the Clippers blew that 3-1 lead?
1: Shock, A couple laughs. Um, just I would say man, our, our mindset is we wanted the Clippers. You know what I'm saying like that, like everyone kept talking about, their, you know they're the favorites. This is we wanted it. We felt that we had the blueprint after we beat them, and then in Milwaukee, of beating them in Milwaukee, we thought Milwaukee would be in the finals. To be honest with you, so I think a sense of shock, like yo, I think the Clippers will win Game Seven. Like yo, they got Kawhi, they got Paul. We felt like they had the better team, but Denver, I'll tell you, we we Denver was our toughest team that we played. Denver is hard to guard. It's in that. And the thing about it is the Clippers will be back, man. The Clippers are going to be right back in the fold to have a chance to win it again. But that's why it's our job to, 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 to stop that and, and, and do what we're supposed to do. And, and that's, you know, go back and repeat. But it's not going to be easy. You know, it's always harder the second time. And so for us, it's, it starts on Sunday. Our first day of practice is starting the chemistry. That was the key for us, chemistry. And, and, and I'm a huge part of that and getting everyone on the same page.
2: Switching gears for a quick second. How was your soccer game, buddy? My soccer game? Yeah, I know you've done quite a few of the uh, fundraisers with Nash. The little soccer fundraiser for that. So oh, yeah. is, Are you staying? In, are you staying in shape, bro?
1: What's going on with hey, that? Hey, the thing about me, I'm i I'm like Ronaldo. I, I hang towards the net. I want to score goals. I want to score goals. I want to <laughs> crazy. be crazy. Ronaldo. People, people, people want it. People want to see goals, man. You know, it's like baseball. They want to see home runs. So for me, as you know, those games, I was always getting a couple of goals.
0: You crazy. Ronaldo, what's wrong with you? You wish you looked like Ronaldo, though. That dude has got – that oh, guy's got abs upon
1: abs upon abs. got to be an Instagram model.
2: <laughs> you nuts, I man. I think he is, actually. I think he is on the side. Of, I think he's, he's got, like, the most man. followers of anyone on, on Instagram. He's making
1: more money off Instagram than we are playing, man. Come on. <laughs>
0: Jared Dudley joining us here on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. Yo, so let me ask you this: um, You know, you guys have a, a lot of new players on this squad. Um, Rondo is gone. You are you are still there. Uh, I know you and Rondo were very much the uh, the the veteran presence in that locker room that kind of kind of got everybody together. Right? Dealt with any issues? Um, how do you feel having to take on potentially more of that burden right now?
1: he's oh, easy easy for me because it's my nature. I'm a natural leader when it comes to certain things. But it's, everything's in place. You know, Braun is the leader. I'm a locker room leader. I'm the one that takes on that. So, for me, it's, you know, getting to know these guys. I want to get to know Montrez. I want to get to know Schroeder. Schroeder's the key. I, I, I told everyone last year it was Rondo for us to win it. Schroeder's the key. But if Braun, he's Braun, he's our main ball handler. His decision-making, his presence on the floor is crucial for us to winning the title. I know what Montrez is going to give me. I know Montrose's pick and roll is unstoppable. I know he's a high-energy guy. Defensively, can you take a step for us? Can you, can you lead the team in charges since you're not someone who blocks a lot of shots? Can you be a good position defender? We don't need you to be all NBA first team, but we need you to take a step. We're trying to win a championship. I know what, what Wes Matthews and Gasol are going to do. They're pros are what they do. So it's the X factors. Can Kuz take a step? Can Kuz be more consistent? Can he shoot 38 from three? Can you not worry about the outside fans and people talking to you? People that's just, man, we're, we're in a, we're in a, a hating generation. That's happened. Bro. People want to be you. He, he's in commercials. He's sponsored. He has all. He has everything you want. You're, and he's a champion. Lock. Let's all lock in. Let's sacrifice. Some of the numbers will go down. But as long as you have the hardware, it's all that matters.
2: Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. When you look back in terms of your full career, and you're going to be 36 soon? Is that, is that correct? I just turned 35, man. Don't aging, man. Come on. <laughs> don't give the My man bad. an extra year. Come My on. Bad. man. bad. My bad. Look, LeBron's gonna be 36, and I don't think he looks bad, so I'm you know, it's not a I'm not a takedown. I'm just you know asking okay, questions. Okay, okay. Just asking questions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to give me the general answer, you know, as long as I feel healthy, blah, 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 blah. But you're a really thoughtful guy. You're thirty-five. How much longer do you think we're going to get to enjoy you on the court, and is there a future for you as a coach, given your previous answer about your locker room uh, ability?
1: Either coach or GM, that's what I want to do. I've got to decide which route I want to go, because obviously the GM, you run. You got the power coaching staff you don't get you know you could they could re rebuild you get fired you could do this so do I want to take the route of being a GM or a coach and that's something I'll decide here in the next six to eight months to prepare for the next life but I want to get to fifteen years this is year fourteen I won't be political I'm gonna be honest with you when I first came into the league I wanted to play ten that was full pension that was like you know the standard if you could play ten years phenomenal you can't it's hard to end on fourteen I want to fifteen is a good number to end that that thing is a couple of players that that I played against that are retired NBA players, they say, listen, you play until they kick you out. I found a knack for me, even if I don't play, that very small percentages of NBA has. A guy who knows his role on the bench, who can help the young guys and still be cool with the stars, to call out LeBron and AD when stuff is not going the right way. Maybe if I don't agree with them. You have to have a certain cachet to be able to do that. Everyone can't walk in the locker room and say that to him and say that to Kooks. And so I have that. Udonis Asm has that, and it's not really respected around the league. To be honest with you, it's a small percentage of teams are. They rather have a young guy. So for me, is I feel that I can get another year, that I could play on another minimum, to pass down this knowledge of wisdom of what you how to be a pro, uh, in game adjustments, how to talk it out, how to be in chemistry. Like I've never been on a team, except for the Clippers that one year that had bad chemistry and that's because of me coming, that was me coming on a new team and me sitting back and watching. A team that I've been on, and ever since that time, I vowed that any team I've been on would be one of the best chemistries. So I thought when I was in Brooklyn, I thought we had the best chemistry that year. I thought last year, I thought the Lakers had the best chemistry. So I pride myself on handling that and, and, and making everyone a part of the group, not just you know the top ten guys. All
0: right, last one for you, and thank you so much for being so generous with your time. So you got one last year. You're on the team this year, and, and hopefully, as you said, you can get to 15, and it's with the Lakers. Let's just say, for argument's sake, there are three years here, okay, with the Los Angeles Lakers. How many oh, chips? Man.
1: Speaking it, speaking it in, man, I love that, man. I mean, how many? chips? I mean, listen, chips? I mean listen, I'm saying we, we, we got, you got to get at least two out of three. I mean, we got the best team, we got the best players, we got the best coaching staff. Now, that being said, it's just because you're the best doesn't I mean you win. Health is useful, crucial. The COVID, now we're that. So we have to be the smartest. I thought what we did in the bubble. We didn't care about the regular season in the bubble. If you looked at us, we were like 4-4 four four in the bubble. We were pacing our bodies. Hey, Braun, you're on, a, you're on a minute restriction. Hey, AD, minute restriction, Kuzma. So, we, hey, you know what? DD, take off. We wanted our bodies to be healthy for that. So for us, if we're healthy, there's no reason why we can't win two out of the next three. No reason. But that being said is – you can You got to. You got to take it one step at a time. So for us, when we go into training camp, how do we become the best of ourselves? How can we sacrifice? How can we star in our role? That's something that I've always been a big star in your role. And sometimes your numbers go down. So to happen. Maybe Schroeder or your, my boy Montrose doesn't win six man. Maybe instead of eighteen, they average sixteen. But their efficiency goes up, and we're the number one seed. Tees don't matter in this year, but this is be healthy. Let's win it, and let's let's, let's get these fans back in Staples. Let's get that thing rocking and, and have everyone outside and and going. So hopefully that could happen first.
0: Jared Dudley, you are the best man. Thank you so much for making time for us. Congratulations on the championship. Happy holidays to you, and we will see you at a game hopefully soon.
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys.